and welcome back to episode six. Wow, time flies. Episode six of Plumia Glass. I'm Annabelle and I am with the incredible Feli. Hello. <laughs> We're not getting better at the intros, but this week doing something very fun. Well, maybe not fun. Very important, at least in our opinion. And that is influencers of all kinds because there sure are a lot of social media platforms now. Mostly we're going to talk about how they're monetizing every aspect of daily life, you know, our own influencer obsessions. Don't worry, we know you have some too. And the social media responsibility that kind of comes with having all of that social capital. In this episode, we obviously made a lot of hot takes on different topics and influencers and oh, so many. <laughs> by no means are we in a place where not influencers, obviously, so where we don't really know firsthandly what their experience is like. So take all of this with a grain of salt and us in every episode too. We are not experienced in any of this, but we hope that we give you kind of a different perspective on social media, influencers in general, and all the jazz that we talk about all the time. To start off, I do want to ask you a quick question. Are there any influencers that you like religiously follow? Like that you're like, you know everything about their life and you follow them every day? I don't think I like intentionally go look for someone or I intentionally like turn on their post notifications on and I'm just like super interested in their life. But I think the way Instagram like set up their algorithm, um, some people just get pushed and like at the front of your timeline. So I guess I involuntarily <laughs> see their content. But it's also, I do follow, I think I follow like a trope of influencers religiously, not religiously. I think I just Actually, follow. Actually, I do too. No, right? No, I, I just think follow like. It the style god this like the more i talk about this the more i'm realizing this is kind of a problem but i I really don't think i like seek out anybody like individually what kind of style do you know matilda did the year do i i really like yeah oh yeah 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 i like her you showed me her and i think a lot of the people like best dressed I don't love the way like I don't love her content or the way her style has kind of evolved which is like on me you know that's not her responsibility to (laughs) cater to like exactly what Annabelle wants over the years but I think I I've just kept following a lot of people I followed in high school because you really don't like I personally don't remember to follow them I just see them on my timeline like ah okay but I, I definitely think I gravitate towards like the fashion sphere of influencers but I know you gravitate towards a different sphere tell us who do you religiously follow (laughs) wait before that speaking of best dress you know she like completely stopped making youtube videos too and she went on this like hiatus and I think she's still on it she is still kind of but there is this like thing where like I feel like so many famous youtubers like stop making videos after they like hit a certain point hit a certain point because when you can get sponsorships without your youtube videos like why do you well unless they they really 
unless they really do love making videos. Like I know Emma Chamberlain, she's probably hit the biggest jackpot of, out of anybody, but she still makes them. I know she took like a break in the in the middle, like for a good few months, but she's still she's pretty consistent. Like she uploads every week. I feel like her content is just like super yes. personality focused. Like you're like bought into her life. Yeah, and her, I think who her she talent is a person. Is the viewer forget like how different our lives are but they try to make it so like authentic and like relatable but it's, it's not, not really relatable at all and i think i don't think emma like tries particularly hard to like because honestly she created the mold of how like her generation of influencers like communicate with their viewers i think she really created that mold like so many girls emulate that when they try to create a youtube channel or like an instagram account like she kind of created the mold but no like it's so unrealistic like when that girl gets bored she's like i'm gonna go shop when i get bored i'm like i can pretend that i'm shopping <laughs> i can browse online shop window <laughs> shop buy <laughs> but i can browse and like speaking of the question if I religiously follow any influencers and I literally made this question up because I wanted to answer it and like I wanted your thoughts on it too because I think it's like I don't know I like like following like a couple and it's def- there's definitely like a trope of like influencer I follow so if anyone knows Moya like Nana and like very more lifestyle a lot of like European influencers who is like lifestyle oriented and very like try to present this authentic college life that they have and very artsy aesthetic montage walks who makes matcha in the morning like those are my kind of influences i follow um but i think there's only like a few of them i'm like very religiously like follow every day that's also like such a small part of their audience because i don't think anybody religiously follows any influencers anymore I think people like religiously follow celebrities, but influencers have kind of been climbing up the ladder of like social importance and they're almost aligned with celebrities almost. I've never been one to follow like celebrities either. I know so many people follow like celebrity gossip and celebrity celebrity blah blah blah. For my own entertainment, I'm not like invested in it (laughs) for any any particular person. I'm invested in it because I just want to see what's happening. But (laughs) <laughs> but I don't think I've like you know people who are like just obsessed with certain celebrities like K-pop or like anything in that sphere that has like a very strong fan base and it's like a celebrity and that's a whole thing in itself. I don't think I've ever like been a hardcore stand for anything in my life. Honestly, except for glass animals, I don't think I am either. Ooh, I do love glass animals. See, there it, it's so interesting because internally. We like the society has like a ranking of how these people are like a hierarchy sort of, but for us, we also have our own hierarchy. So true. I think celebrities are just so like unattainable and so like in that different kind of realm that I never think, oh, they're just so unrelatable. Why would I follow them? But for these influencers, they start off as being like super relatable and super like, oh my god, they're just like me. Yeah. But then as they grow bigger, it's kind of like. They used to. I still want to relate to them, but they're not the same anymore. I know, anymore. like everybody always gets mad because oh, like they've they've grown like unrelatable throughout the course of their career. But also, like 
I think it's pretty unrealistic to hold, like, to expect them not to change, especially if they're a teenager or especially if, like, they got all that money. There's no exactly. way. Like, I really don't think there is any way that they would, anybody would stay, like, 100% authentic to where they started. That, and that also kind of goes into the thing of, like, we have such ridiculously high standards for our influencers. When did we start kind of putting them on such a pedestal? Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that we shouldn't like hold them responsible for, for shitty things they do, but I feel like our pedestal covers like a whole array of topics that seem a little strange to like put all on one person. I agree. Cancel culture. That's like a whole thing with influencers. Like even just. I think the past year in 2020 with COVID and Black Lives Matter, so many people got canceled like left and right. And then ever since then, anything bad that anyone does gets called out. And part of it is like, yes, it's good that we like hold influencers who have so much power accountable. And I was reading an article about like sustainable fashion and how influencers are such a powerful figure in like our realm of space now that they should be responsible for the content that they put out if they were supporting, like, fast fashion brands. Like, they need to know how much power they hold. But at the same time, you can't really blame them for, like, buying one piece of thing from Zara because, like, we all do that still. But we still want to call them out because we're like, oh, you're, like, such a bad influence on, like, everyone else. They, they do carry a lot of influence. Like, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say, like, oh, I saw this shirt on someone. I'm like, ooh, like, I should go check that out. Like, I, I definitely do that. But I just think it's, it's pretty crazy how we've kind of just decided that, you know, they're going to take all this responsibility and we don't care what they think of all of these things. Like, the only argument usually is, like, they've decided to put themselves online. And they are a public figure. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody, you know, is dying the fact that they're public figures. It's just kind of blurred the lines of if it's actually something that's terrible and if it's something that can be sort of not overlooked, but something that we shouldn't be, like, dictating. I don't know. Just terms are so confusing for everything because we play by, like, multiple sets of rules for different people. Um, like if you promote fast fashion, that's bad. But if you promote sustainable fashion, that's also bad because how can you promote something that expensive to your followers? There's so many layers of like intersectionality of like who these influencers are and the way they're supporting different things and the content they're putting out. That it's like, how do you expect someone to satisfy everyone's needs? Check all of those boxes. But I I love that we're holding them accountable. Like cuz I'm not some of those people are shitty ass oh, people. Like yeah, let's be honest. There's a lot They're of them. They're real shitty. And I'm glad that we're holding them accountable, but I also don't think they on a moral pedestal cuz most of them are young. Most of them are exceptionally young because this field didn't exist until, you know, we grew up. Not like making excuses for them or anything. I just think Sometimes they're super young, they just don't know what's happening, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, there's a scandal, like, time to make some apologies, and I think the way we've kind of set it up, it's just like, oh, I'll just fuck up, and I'll just make an apology I don't really, like, care about, and I'll just carry on. 
kind of defeats the whole purpose of like us holding them responsible in the first place. I think with TikTok culture though, like rising in the past year, there was another article that I was reading about Clubhouse, which is like one of the social, like I don't know that much about because I'm not on TikTok, but I know there's like social houses that these yeah. like super young like TikTokers oh like gather together and like they this journalist like were in this house with them for like a week or something like documenting what they were doing and they were completely just like complacent about their space in the world like they think they're this like godly figure who have all the power to do whatever they want that's so gross too which is why i'm glad that we hold them accountable but but seriously i think we have such different standards for different influencers like if they're a favorite this week they can get away with things that other people cannot get away with but if you hate this person this week you know you can pick up the smallest of things and you can make a big deal out of it and like you can end their career like right then and there so i just think we don't really even know what we're doing, but we we have just such different standards for everyone that it's kind of difficult to like keep in mind of you know how you view everyone and how you evaluate everyone and how you engage with everyone. It's just super weird. What would you think like an influencer is doing a good job of like spreading good messaging and content? Like, what would that look like for you? Mm, Well, I think it's important to, like, know your specialization, almost. What, why, why did you start a platform? Like, everybody has a reason. Like, even if it's just for TikTok dances, like, that's kind of your thing. But I also think it's, it's impossible to exist in today's space and not, like, just completely disregard social issues which is like what I'm saying like Emma Chamberlain never posted anything for those social justice issues or if she did it was very late and usually you know kind of like an afterthought and because she's a fave right now people hold her accountable but to much less of a degree to you know come compare to someone else in the same space like if they don't post they'll get hounded for it um but I think, but I do think it's impossible to kind of be in today's age and not give a shit about the social issues. And there's an influencer, or I I don't think she's quite an influencer, but she does have a bit of a following, who said, her name is Jordan Risa. That's her handle. It's super interesting. She she said something along the lines of, you can talk about fashion and social issues at the same time. I'm like, that's so true. Like, you can. So I guess to summarize, I went so off topic as usual. Their following is made up of people who are affected by these issues. So, like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, like, infringe you from, you know, posting about whatever brand deals you get, but also caring about what's happening. And I'm not saying that they all need to like come up with a little essay about what's happening because that's not their job. You know, I unless you're in the space of social activist influence, then yes, do what you want, absolutely. But I also think it's ridiculous to kind of hold them up to a standard of every time something comes out, you have to put a mini essay out and you have to, you know, write something and be at the forefront of it. I think if they want to hang back a little bit and amplify other voices that are actually involved in the issue, I think that's completely fine. But for me, I just think, you know, you should be responsible and really be a part of the world. Like, just 
you are in this world. So like, just live in it like the rest of us. Everyone is guilty of not posting about social justice issues like before Black Lives Matter. Like I didn't see a single post about anything before BLM was happening. So I think we're all guilty of that. But I think we also hold influencers to this standard where like what they say and what they post on social media equates to their like, actual how much opinion. action they're doing how much work yeah. they're doing which is very not true like yes there's some people who only post on social media because because they have to, to like performative yeah, exactly. right but there's also people who are doing the work outside of social media but you wouldn't know and you call them out but it's kind of like the point is that they're doing actual work not just posting on social media because that also creates like an echo chamber no, within like definitely. the following that like when you just repost one post that like your favorite influencer posted that means nothing and everybody reposts the same thing like everybody always reposts the same thing i think the news cycle or the post cycle is like around three days the first one i'll see will pop up the first day and then everybody somehow will only repost that one post and you just see the same post for the next few days and then after the like three-day mark hits it dies you never hear about it again and that's kind of you know it sure it, it spreads awareness but what's happening to this thing after the three days after its life cycle on social media like how many people remember this how many people will continue to think about these issues as something we need to work on like i'd argue like not everyone <laughs> Most people just, they're like, well, repost it. That's my responsibility. Like, check. <laughs> Goodbye. Literally to-do list. Check. Right? And that's, like, that's so toxic. And I remember, like, when BLM was happening, there was almost, like, a witch hunt. Like, oh, if you didn't post on your timeline, like, you Oh, are. my God. Yeah. It wasn't even influencers. It was, like, everyone on social media was on this, like, witch hunt. It was us. It was, it was, it was us checking each and other. And it was, like, if you didn't post that like have a different perception of you yeah and you know i saw those posts and i'm not someone you you know i'm not someone who uses my stories a lot but i felt the need to because i was like shit what do people actually think i think things that i don't think because people were like canceling their friends on public stories and which i was just like i know someone like someone i follow posted a list of people she said like oh like you didn't post yet like what are you gonna do and i was like what i was like no i'm seriously not kidding and i was like i don't use social media in that way personally yeah and i know like we all try to have conversations outside of it but then when there's this social pressure exactly and it's not like i don't like i'm not an organization you know we were parts of an organization that because as an organization you're not just one person you're like obligated to have an opinion almost but like it's my private sort of life and it's not like I don't do the work so I I thought it was it was such a strange kind of perspective that took like the social media world by storm that one month and it was if like if you don't post um something's wrong with you and I found it super weird that amongst like the infographics like there would be a post and it would be like this is like I'm watching all of you this is a time of blah 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 and oh if you my don't God. Like, big brother is here i know big brother is watching i think that was that was definitely <laughs> like a very interesting take i could never imagine like being an influencer oh, or me a neither. 
like I wouldn't even want to go outside anymore because everything I do will be like put under a microscope evaluated yeah and I I don't think I want to be evaluated in that way us as an audience feel super entitled to their lives and their details and even like details that they don't want to share with us and I agree that they've agreed to kind of be evaluated when they chose to step in the public spotlight but we as an audience chose to investigate things that they didn't put in the spotlight a lot of it is, you know, whatever whatever they put on their account, sure, like, that's their game. They put it out. But some things, like, are, you know, they didn't put on there for a purpose. And they don't want it to be, you know, maybe evaluated. But we feel so entitled. We're like, yes, we get to know everything. But that's super scary. It's basically, like, trading your personal, like, autonomy and privacy for fame. So do you think that's the fair trade-off? Like, being an influencer, it's... Like, it is a great paying job. So, so many people, like, do want to go after that and give up, like, your privacy and, like, your own autonomy for decisions and all this stuff. Like, that trade-off means different things for everyone. For some, privacy is not something money you can buy. So, no matter how much money you're offering them, they won't take it because, for them, privacy is priceless. But for some people, they don't quite care for privacy regardless because their ultimate goal isn't to remain private their ultimate goal is like I want to be famous so I think it's like a personal sort of balance for some people it's absolutely worth it I'm, I'm sure they don't regret it a bit but for some people I'm sure you know they stepped into it they're like "Ooh, I don't know if that is the best kind of choice for me and even though I'm making like a bucket's load of money I, don't, I just think this is such a weird and like interesting sphere that didn't exist like 10 20 years ago Oh my god, wait, I was thinking today, so many, well, you know, YouTubers I follow, like, since I was in middle school, like, Jenem, her whole squad, and, like, Tess Christine, they are all, like, having kids right now, and I think this is the first generation of influencers who are going to have kids, and imagine your mom being this huge YouTuber, and you're gonna watch her videos back in the days, like, how would you feel about it? That's so weird to me. And I know they, like, show their children on camera when they usually haven't perceived. They, like, document the whole thing. And some people choose not to, like, even show, like, pictures or anything, which I totally understand. I think, like, I think that's up to them. That's crazy because you used to just think that's, like, celebrities' children, you know, that tabloids or whatever are interested in. But now, like, we're all interested. We're also fucking nosy because we feel entitled to their lives. Even if they haven't given us an in, we're like, no, we want to know. So I think they almost feel pressure to put out this content, but then they also get bashed. <laughs> it's just so funny because there are a lot of standards and you can't please everyone. Yeah. And Double standards. No, for sure. But I don't know how I would feel about that. That's such a, like, they're celebrities' children, essentially. Imagine going to school and it's like, I saw your mom's vlogs yesterday. I know, and I guess it'd be normal for, I guess, that generation of kids growing up to be like, oh, influencers, like, just any other job. But for, I think for us, it's kind of like, because it was on the rise the past, like, few years, it's weird thinking now that, like, someone's kid's mom is going, is an influencer who puts their whole life out there. Yeah, I remember when I was, like, in 
middle school and like early high school, I would watch YouTube videos and they would still say like YouTubers are not taken very legitimately, like, or when they go to business meetings or whatever, people would be like, what's your job? And they'd be like, YouTuber. And then they had to elaborate on what it is. I don't think you have to elaborate on what it is anymore. So it's in the short, like what I, I haven't been out of high school. Like I've only been out of high school for two years, like in the short five years it's blown up and it's gotten to the point of like everybody knows what what this kind of profession is but you know like at what cost I think it's a pretty high cost I guess it's like what are you willing to sacrifice like are you do you want to be paid for sharing your life or not and I was just watching Damon Dominique's red wine talks just now that just came out with Elena Um, with Elena yeah yeah and they were saying like youtubers have this ability to kind of sell their personality yeah. and no they absolutely that's how do. they build their brand and that's how they get their audience which i think is really interesting like they are kind of cultivating this personality for people to like fall in love they with. cultivate like a relationship but it changes all over time yeah but they also cultivate a relationship they try to make you feel that they're talking to you and you only they like that's how they make their money. They need to establish a personal convert, like personal connection or whatever with you. But they're also establishing that personal connection with like millions of other people. I don't use TikTok, but I know you do. Yeah, I do. Like, how do you think that has like changed the landscape of social media influencing today? TikTok is like the fastest way to blow up. If you are pretty if you're skinny if you have an interesting take like that's that's the way to go and you blow up so quickly but I think canceling on TikTok is also quite big Instagram is almost trying to align itself with TikTok which is very interesting but this is like I don't know like short-term like short-form videos like our attention span used to be like ah pictures are fine or like longer YouTube videos are fine but now it's like 15 seconds that's what we're going with. I love like thirty minute vlogs. I would never opt that out for no, a short. No, I love the vlogs, but I, I, I mean, but I'm also like not on the TikTok TikTok that I think. Well, the the to be fair, the algorithm is pretty powerful. Like they they show you exactly what you want to see. Like I see exactly what I want to see. I don't I don't see like, the TikTok dances or, um, like the houses that younger kids might see because I think that's what they're more interested in like for them they're not looking for a niche of content to follow like what we said earlier like I'm looking for a niche of content um whether it be in fashion or like how to sew because that's what I like or you know like interior design um so for me I don't think I I land on like a person specifically I landed in niches but I don't think younger kids haven't quite figured out like what niche they would like so for them they follow like specific people and they try to be them in every single aspect which is when it gets a little it's scary because like these algorithms are like basically tailoring what they are consuming and like who they're becoming if you think about it and I've, I've opened the comments of like big tiktokers once or twice and it's fucking terrifying I mean, sure, they're all the bots, but, like, then there are kids, like, oh, my God, like, oh, like, I want to be you, and you already know they probably would do everything to be them, because when we were that young, like, 
I don't know. I never had that, like, experience of wanting to be, like, a famous person. I don't think the fame thing had a giant appeal to me. I think I like the free clothes, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice if I could just not be influenced and get free clothes. To some of these kids, like, they will straight up put in their bios, like, I want to be famous. And, like, what are the <clears throat> what are the lengths they will go to to be famous? I think I saw this stat somewhere, but it was, like, 26%. Don't quote me on this. I could be completely wrong. But it's, like, 26% of, like, Gen Zs, like, want to be influencers. Oh, I would not be surprised. Like, there's so many... I mean, like, we see people around us trying to get... You can always tell when someone shifted their account from, oh, like, haha, Instagram to... No, like I'm taking this seriously. Like, like this is we serious. are gonna be famous now. You can always tell. I'm I'm super glad this is a legitimate pathway now. And if you're passionate, if you're willing, and if this is something you see yourself doing that you can actually, you know, make a lot of money off of it, it also kind of creates such a weird space. Um, because of like it is unrealistic. I think we get that, but do the do the younger kids get that? Can they get can they get it through their heads yet? Who knows? We talked so much about this before about like beauty standards and all these standards and norms that kids are consuming from TikTok is freaking scary. Like no, also twenty year olds getting Botox on TikTok. I'm twenty, or I'm 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 about to be twenty. I think I I seriously think it's whatever. Like do what you want. It, it is your face. Like you know nobody's policing anything. And I I saw someone comment that under a TikTok and that person got bash for saying that because it was like why would you try to police someone like it it's their money like they're not telling you to do it sure they're not telling you to do it but implicitly they're saying that you need it to be popular like hey here's the here's here's the formula but it's also you know I'm finding myself like being caught up in the double standard now like oh like I would like to know when people get a procedure but when they show you, it's also like, oh, it's a little jarring to see that when you're so young and you're altering, not altering, but you're kind of doing all these things. I mean, at least it, that's better than like just straight up lying and profiting <laughs> off of like younger girls' insecurities because people do that. Like so many of it is that though. Exactly. Like, even endorsing like Brandy Melville, for example, one size only. That's endorsing whatever beauty standard that... Like, by the way, like, two white men. Yeah, two Italian know, white... Don't quote no, me No, 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 it either. is. Two yeah, Italian yeah. white men founded the label, it and it's in association with John Galt, which is... Yeah, and there's a reason why they picked America, I think. Like, there, there's, there has to be a reason. I And there, I know there's, like, it's a super divided take on this still. Like, influencers, you can get surgery, but you should just tell your followers versus, like you can just do whatever you want like you don't owe us anything i can see i can see why both sides would take you know i mean when you're so young it's kind of hard to be like no i don't need this like i'm not gonna feed into this like beauty standard yeah but also like influencers were like ugh, like you don't need to feed into the beauty standard like you're beautiful in your own way they're they're usually the beauty standard that's why they're telling you Uh, everything like circulating on internet is so like delusional and twisted we always talk about, like, when we live together, how we, like, love watching vlogs when we study, and we always had it playing in the background, 
And I mean, I I still love laws, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But sometimes it scares me that like I need a video to be playing so that I'm not like sad or um have something to like consume. Yeah. Basically, I mean, I put on Netflix, so I guess it's sort of the same thing. Same thing. Same same. <laughs> No, but our our like thirst for content is real. But it's also the idea of like us being like the obsession of like someone else's lives too. Even, like vlogs are so like boring sometimes. They're just talking. Yeah, but I mean it's vlogs are also what they want you to see. It's like the authentic, authentic. How, you know, however authentic they want it to be. <laughs> the ones I like watch because they are just like reality tv show like people who came out and be youtubers like they have this kind of content but i don't follow those because i think it's boring but there is also like the wholesome gals who are just doing a vlog in the library (laughs) but also that's an interesting point like you know how much of of outrageous things do they do because they're scared their content will be boring like do they live their lives by their own accord they always, like, preface, like, sorry, like, I had the boring weekend, but here's my vlog. And I was like, it, it, that's not boring. I was like, oh, like, that's cute. You went to brunch. Like, that's, that's, that's a regular weekend for me. I just, I just think how much of, like, whatever outrageous things are they doing for, you know, just so they can get some views or just so they can get some engagement. Like, do they get to live their own lives for their whatever they want anymore or will their manager be like mm, actually we'd like you to do this because we think this content will perform well i mean like that's kind of i guess the trading personal yeah, autonomy for fame i guess it comes with it comes with the territory exactly remember that tiktok i saw yesterday that i thought was an interesting take tell them about it the basic premise was that social media is like it doesn't cater to your insecurities the kardashians are not existing to make you comfortable like basically saying like deal with your own shit um it it doesn't you know the social media shouldn't affect your like thinking like they're not revolving around your insecurities which i i thought was a very very interesting take what are your thoughts no i think it's definitely a controversial take and uh, part of me yes i agree that like influences are not there to please everyone people pleasing tendencies haha um and it's their job to kind of create the brand that they want to create and whoever like likes it like come like take what you take right but it's also hard because influences also have people pleasing tendencies like you can't be like they're just so like yeah. doing their own stuff like Imagine if you're an influencer, you would be checking your comments like every oh, hour. I know. And checking what I people would like be. and don't like. Checking how many likes, how many plays you have on a video, and then tailor the next thing to whatever is most popular, right? So I think it's like a two way street, and you can't really be like, people have to just take care of themselves because, like, if that's the case, like, take down Facebook, take down Instagram cancel all these social media and we won't have a problem right yeah but here we are <laughs> i think i think it's a lazy take i think it's really lazy to just put it in a one-dimensional way because the issue is so much more complex than just the internet is not responsible for your insecurities when many of those influencers are probably victims 
to the insecurities that tabloids or what what the internet is now I guess was what tabloids were before the internet the tabloids have placed on them so they have kind of taken it upon themselves to pass those insecurities down like the world doesn't revolve around us you know like we're not the we're like our own priorities but when it comes to different people's lives we're like it, it it's sad but we're not their priority we're just view like we're money to them it's optional for us to view them or not it, it, exactly so I guess you know the whole point is I guess that like, you can choose to not consume that content but it's pretty hard to not consume content now you know you want to stay in the know you want to like have conversations with your friends so is it really possible to just bleep yourself off like social media I mean some people do it but most of us find it difficult so I, I, I just think it's really lazy to just assume that you can just um like the internet isn't responsible like and I agree but there must be more we can do than just saying that mm-hmm. you should choose not to consume that content if it makes you insecure it's not fair to just say that the kardashians don't exist to make you comfortable when their entire brand of existing is selling this kind of like they architected this whole image and the whole point why they made kim the front person is because it's obtainable like you can go to a plastic surgeon and say here are the procedures i want and you will get the same features so Sure, they don't exist to make us comfortable, but they've contributed a big part into what kind of beauty features we've deemed attractive or what we deem acceptable. And they've stolen those from like black women. So I, I really don't know what to think because we're not experts, like we're not influencers. So we don't know exactly how that world works. We just know what we see. But I do think that's a pretty lazy take. Like we can do better. I feel like it's going to be so hard. To solve anything no it 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 a hundred percent is gonna be so difficult i i I just don't know how like for example, if someone says that they don't use Instagram, like it's kind of just like, oh like you don't use it like why like it's like oh what's like, are like you, is, is are something you happening okay? in your life but then it's like we always say like oh like it'd be just ideal if like we don't need social media if we don't use Instagram, but like how many of us can really do that? That's pretty wishful thinking. Deleted Instagram for a little bit, like, over summer. And it was, like, weird because I was, like, hmm, I can't really know what's going on in my friend's life unless I, like, text them or call them. Oh, I know. I cannot delete Instagram. You know what? Like, I am a little addicted. I will just admit it. Like, I think it's fine. I was raised in this space. It's fine. I'm going into marketing. That's the (laughs) excuse I always tell myself. I'm going to need it in the future. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't think... I redownload it for a reason because I don't think it's sustainable for me to delete it. Like, I think I'm going to not be able to obtain, not obtain, but be part of the same social circle, especially moving to a new city if I don't use Instagram. Like, people will not see the same. But all of us, like, also perceive Instagram fairly differently. Like, we have it because we want to keep up with, like, our friends' lives. That's what everyone says. You know what? Like, I fucking enjoy the content sometimes. Okay, but no, but some people, like, and I'm not talking influencers, I'm talking people I know, have, like, the follower app, and they keep very close, like, attention to who's unfollowing them, and who's following them, and I have a friend who a mutual friend followed for a while back, and I guess, or my friend followed my other friend, different social circles, different schools, but I guess they met one, so she followed her, and then, you know, the friend who followed her and followed her 
and that girl like literally came up to me and was like, you know, your friend unfollowed me. And what I was like, am I supposed to do about what? it? <laughs> like, it's a little crazy that we care so much. Like, we value a lot of things on like the follower count or like the like count. Like that one friend's personal take on social media, like is what is what worries me. Like she and I was like, oh, like I'm sure, like I was like, oh, she, maybe she just deleted Instagram and she just, you know, isn't like doing it anymore. And she was like, oh, no, but she deleted it later. Like I know she unfollowed me. And I was like, no, like I was like, she's a perfectly nice person. I, 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 I don't know why, you know, that's it's such a big thing. And she was like, yeah, but it makes you think. And I was mm. like, but it makes you think what? Like that, that direction is fully where it is for some people, and it like controls their life. And like, for okay, what are your thoughts on? Like, I know everyone says like, oh, I use Instagram to like keep up with my friends' life, and part of it, yeah, like yes, I do that. But at the same time, if you are truly kind of keeping up with like your real relationships, like you don't need an Instagram account to do that if it's real, right? Oh no, you like we're. We're just nosy as fuck. I think that's what it is. Like, we're nosy as fuck. <laughs> we want to be in everybody's lives, lives basically. Like, they're, yeah, no, we do. Like, I can I can text you whenever and be like, hey, Feli, what are you up to today? And you would respond. But there's people that I follow that I cannot just text and be like, what so are you true. doing? Like, the fact that you don't have it. I would like have to get that instant way to know what they're doing. Yeah. So I would have to keep up with them through their Instagram stories. And then when I see those Instagram stories, I can then circle that content back to my friends and be like, oh my gosh, like, did you see what's happening in their life? They got, they got like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Isn't that crazy? Like we all do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think when we say like keeping up with our friends' lives, we we more mean keeping up with our acquaintances' lives because that's the, that's the thing you cannot gain access to. Like, I can't just text them and be like, hey, what up? I saw, (laughs) I saw this thing. I have to get that from instagram but the fact that we want to be in the know of our acquaintances like, lives yeah like why do we give yeah, a shit why do i give a shit i don't know but i do sometimes but i do give a shit i'm like wow like i'm living in such a weird life if i don't know what other people are doing basically <laughs> you know what i'll just step out and say that i i, I do care i'm just a, I'm a nosy <laughs> ass person let's be real, real here bad about it but like i want to know and, you know, I feel like if I don't see it, I know less than other people and I don't want to know less, which is not a great way to think about it. I, I at least think that my view of social media has like improved a little bit over from what I was like in high school. I remember like, you know, reaching 200 likes would be a threshold and my friends would be like, oh my God, like this page got 200 likes. And people had like apps on, you know, when oh is the my best God. post to get the times. most likes. And like, I'd be... I'd be a lying person if I said I didn't care about that before. Now, like, sure, like, I care a little bit. But, like, I don't think I care about the like count anymore. I'm not, like, actively checking, like, holy shit, has it reached it yet? If it doesn't reach, I'm going to delete it. Like, I have le- deleted the pictures before. God, that's so fucking embarrassing. Everyone but I you know what? You know, I've done that I was in high school. Too, like... this, is, this, is, this is allowed. I was, in, I was in high school. Please remember that I was in high school. High school was the prime time of, like, toxic Instagram use. <laughs> I I don't think I grew into, like, the person I am in high school. Like, I was very much so, like, seeing what people are doing. And, you know, I need to emulate that. But now, like, I'm okay with more of who I am and what I do. And, you know, I don't. Like, I think 
my social media presence isn't huge. What, what's big for me is I just like to know what's happening. <laughs> That's where most of my time on it is on. Like we know that we're consuming highlight reels of everyone, right? But we're always so we do. delusioned we do. to being like, but this, like, but they're doing something fun. Like, like constantly comparing like what our every day and every hour, every minute looks like to someone's highlight reel, even though like we know for a fact that it's not like that but we still do and i'm like oh no i didn't go out for dinner should i have gone out for dinner that wouldn't even pop into your head if you didn't see that right exactly so it's just so crazy that like one second of something can change your whole mood and change whatever you like thought were expected of you in a way yep it's such a i don't know this is just such a weird and interesting space and I think a lot of it comes down to like, what are we gonna make change in? Like, are do we do we change the way that influence inserts influence and the way they put out content? Because I know a European country super recently put out a law that if it's an ad and your image is digitally mm, altered in any way, way you have to disclose that. it. That's in the way of reforming social media and influencers and how they influence, right? That's one side. Do we want to do that? Or do we want to reform the way teenagers and, like, I guess us commoners think about social media? Like, what route do you want to take? Or do you want to do both? But I don't think both is possible. It's just so crazy that there needs to be laws to regulate an app. I know. It's kind of like when they start requiring people to know if it's, like, a sponsored ad. Yeah, the regulations that a lot of influencers break actually they do they would hide they would make the hashtag ad like blend in with the colors in the background and do or they would make it super mm-hmm. small and hide it behind the yeah. picture i think so much of the things that we do is like the experiences that we like choose to have and the restaurants we choose to go to is all about creating this image of ourselves online and maintaining that identity instead of just like creating those memories like yes part of it it's like yeah we want to like create these memories with our friends and family but the other half is also wait but like let me capture it and post it so it maintains my identity online it's like but wait take a picture of me here first and i i think i don't post myself as much because of my perfectionism tendencies and i'm scared what people are gonna say like, as much as I don't give a shit, like, I don't give a shit about the like counts or whatever anymore, but, like, you already know people send each other's, like, Instagram posts around, like, oh, my God, like, what is happening? Ugh, it's such a, I don't know, it just became such a weird space. Like, when I got Instagram, I was, like, what, in the sixth grade, I believe? God, which is very early. But I just moved to Canada. All my friends had it. I got it. What was I posting then? What I got for Christmas, bro. <laughs> Like the ugly Insta filters that we all use. I loved it when it was like that. No one fucking cares. Yes, like the super, yeah. the super yellowy ones. And I didn't give a shit. I would just post it and be like, I got these boots for it, like Christmas. Like they're not even cute. I would just post it. I'm like, isn't that so fun? And then all of a sudden <laughs> you hit high school and it's like. Hashtag fun. Hashtag boots. Hashtag Christmas. <laughs> well those are like the times but like you hit high school and then all of a sudden that's not acceptable anymore like if you post that you'd be called weird it is oh my god finsta culture too 
it died down a little bit, I think. But I also think Finsta. Yeah, but like, who's Finsta are you yeah. on? And the <laughs> fact that like Finstas are a thing, like you can just post the same content on your main account, right? I have a Finsta. Yeah. What was your... I mean, you know I have a Finsta. (laughs) What was your thought process behind, like, making a Finsta? Oh, I made it because everybody had one. I was, like, in the ninth grade or tenth grade. Ninth. God, I don't remember anymore. I don't even post that much on it. Yeah, you don't. I, 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 I just don't think I'm, like, a social media presence person. I'm just, like, a social media to be in it. But I don't, I don't like to be, like, in it. And I know some people who have Finsta accounts to post like things that they couldn't have posted on their main account. So it's like still like nice photos. They have like a pretty big following on there. It's like 100 or 200 or something along the lines of that. Or they, it's like Finsta is a place for them to flex comfortably, you know, because if you flex too hard on your main, people know. But on their Finsta, it's like, it's like a, it's like a safe place, safe place for you to flex your relationship, your whatever, your meals, like doesn't matter. But for me, Finsta was just... I wanted to post stupid ass shit that I couldn't post on my main. Like I think you know. Anything you feel like. <laughs> I, I I am afraid of being judged on my main. Like and I think everybody is. So I think for you know, Finstas have different purposes for everyone. For me the purpose is just for me to exist a little bit and not because not give too much of a shit of who sees it. Cause like I, I'm okay with whoever sees it in that space. It's like people who I know very well and who've seen me at various stages of life. Who's not going to be like, oh my god, why did she post that? Like, I just, I just want to post some pictures of my hamster Fernandos. and not get pulled out. Okay, just my hamster, my dog. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, I have to tell the story of him going yeah. to your room well, one day. Come back not to today, listen though. to this on another day. Oh, my friends, I've heard this ten thousand times, but. Because it's so funny. I, I swear it's funny. No, no, seriously, when people hear it for the first time, it's fucking hilarious. I don't enjoy seeing it on my feet, but <laughs> I know, I know it scares you a little bit. But you do enjoy seeing Harvey on your yeah, feet. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know. See, like, the whole Finsta thing, I know you don't have one. So. Yeah, I. It was one of those things that I, like, was like, I'm never gonna make a Finsta. <laughs> I said that. I seriously said that. I was, I'm always on the last wave, I swear. Like, yeah, I mean, for me, it was kind of like, first of all, I don't think I have like funny content. Like, I think some people created to like post funny content that I have, which I like love watching, but at the same time, it's like, oh, like you want to present this like funnier self that you are like to a private group of people. And first of all, I just don't think I have funny content. So I was like, eh, don't want to do that. And, Second, I was just like, I don't want to appear to have like two identities true. and that like is some so people true. have for Finsta, right? Shit, do I have two identities? No, actually, I really don't think I do. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone does at some point, but I don't no, like. But some people I, make it super you know, obvious. That that's the that's reason so why true. they make like, Finsta. You would look at their main. And then you'd be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's the gist of it. And then you look at their friends and you'd be like, holy shit. Is this the same thing? I think all these platforms make it so easy to reinforce all these, like, beauty standards that we talk about and, like, award for them. Right? All these girls who are skinny, yeah. pretty. No, 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 no. They, they are awarded. Who wear nice clothes are successful. That's exactly the point. Like the TikTok we were saying, oh, like social media isn't isn't responsible for your comfort. They're not. 
but they decided that a certain type of person succeeds. And and creators who don't fit into that standard, who have much, much more interesting content, don't get seen. Just because they don't fit into the mold. And that's terrible. <laughs> I honestly am stepping out of the conversation. I think more confused <laughs> than when I was. As always. I had my own internal double standards that I didn't realize that I had them. And then I was like, oh, shit. I do, too. So I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. This is, I think, as always, no, we don't pick the easy topics. We really don't. I think recreating a relationship with social media is something that everyone has to work on. And I don't think we're ever going to reach a point where it's not going to affect our lives. It's a just perfect not. Like, unless all social media goes away it's not happening it's just like it's just our human happen. nature to care about these things and how society is we care about these things so i think it's like your own decision whether you want to let the external world and let this like little tiny content you like consume affect your life because i think it controls our life right now where you can make it so that like you control like how much you consume see like that's that's a better way to say like the whole social media isn't responsible for your insecurity thing. Um, I think it's more about reforming your relationship with it than reform to- your relationship with yourself, so you don't let these things that you consume like get to you, basically. And this is like hard work, and this is slow it is work. Hard work. But like even I mean I see a difference between how I let it affect me and how I see myself from like high school to now. So like it's not like it's impossible. Just it will take time. <laughs> it will. God, it would take so much time. And especially the younger kids. They're more effective than we are. Oh, God. I could not <laughs> imagine what that's like. Me neither. So, on that somber note... <laughs> Let us know who you guys follow. Please we're loved. We're, I'm interested. And... We're nosy. Yeah, we're... See, we're nosy. And we love creating these... Tropes. <laughs> oh, please give me some inspo so I can write one. Yeah. And I think there's some influencers who you follow that like inspires you and motivates you to do different things. Because no, ultimately, a lot of these creators like that's what they want. That that's the impact they want to have on their viewers. So it's kind of like how you take that information and complement it with your life in a way. I think how you see social media won't change until you change how you feel about yourself wow cut (laughs) an hour and 10 minutes later we come up with a conclusion come back next week for more long-winded discussions (laughs) speaking of not caring about social media that much we do check our insta account please follow us please follow us please give us a rating No, I honestly think just please, please DM us. We're so curious. Anyways, on that great note, see you next Thursday.